All right, we're live. Good yep. evening. Good morning. Bottoms up. Hello, everyone. So um, we're live. So um, today we go talk about building a following. So it's an exciting topic. Let me um, go ahead and paste the link for everyone. Make sure you guys get it. So give me one second here. Okay. And I guess while I'm getting ready from a technology perspective, make sure I can see everyone's question and answer and different things like that. Um, let's go ahead and get started with our first question when it comes to talking about building a following, right? Not just talking about LinkedIn. Um, we're talking about social media in general, right? I think we got to start with personal brand, right? So let's start with that, and I'll go ahead and pass it to – Tim over here, is it here, here? Yep, here. Over here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and um, I'll start with you, Tim. When it comes to brand, you know, personal brand, what are your thoughts on that? Because it's so important um, from building a following, right? It starts with you. So I'll let you start. Absolutely. You're going to share that link too to the, to the messages so I can share yep. the link? All right, cool. So, you know, from a branding perspective, I think – just when I got on LinkedIn seriously, like, okay, let me actually start interacting with the community, not just like kind of looking at posts and liking here and there. Um, I kind of said to myself, all right, well, if I'm going to post, what do I want my posts to be about? Like, what do I stand for? And I think that's kind of important. If you're going to think about generating a following, you should, before you like just randomly post stuff, it's cool to post stuff randomly, but at the same time, you know, it's hard to follow that organically if you're kind of all over the place, if that makes sense. So when I thought about like, okay, if I'm going to build a brand, what does my brand represent? And I kind of have a few things, you know, I do want to represent kindness in many regards. I want to represent authenticity and being direct. And I think you guys kind of see that's, that's my brand and positivity, positivity along the way too. But, you know, like most of my posts kind of follow that track. And, you know, every now and again, I may say something just off the top of my head that I'm responding to something else I saw. But as a general rule of thumb, my posts kind of follow that track. So, you know, if you're if you like my brand already, then you can expect that from my post, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. How about you, Eldrick? Um, for me, I think um, if, if we start with the topic of personal branding, it didn't come to me as something that's very intuitive. Um, it's really experimentation, trial and error, and that um, I've been in LinkedIn for a couple of years before I started being like active. Um, especially by active i really mean like i'm i'm putting out my contents out there i'm writing like my articles out there and then and then i started to realize one thing that um it's not just about um writing or forwarding corporate white papers um it's it's about building a persona so i started looking at uh, the post feed i started just thinking uh i mean i mean of course now i'm talking about LinkedIn, but i'll, I'll, I'll broaden the perspective later that it's important that people associate a persona to my name, right? So in order to do that, I started to realize that, hey, it's, it's important to not just treat this 
as a social media platform, it's important to just treat this as something as daily life. It's like uh, if we go if we go to an eatery near our neighborhood, or if we just go to office and things like that, people don't want to know you just like a headcount on an Excel spreadsheet. They want to know you. They want to understand you, especially if you are within their direct connections. So, so that's why I think uh, building a personal brand for me really is just putting a persona into my name. Uh, it's it's nothing um, earth-shaking in that sense. It's like how I carry myself in real life. Uh, I, I try to do that in the digital world. Um, probably, uh, given the limitations of time and attention, I focus on just that few messages that are important to me. I think I can align with you, Tim. Um, um, for me, it's more of um, I, I personally don't believe in um, a binary form of thinking, uh, which is pretty prevalent in the world of science, which is I, um, in statistics, you can test either your hypothesis is correct, you can prove that you're wrong. Both ways works. But the thing is, uh, in, in life and in everything that we interact with, it's not about right or wrong. There's a lot of gray. It's not mm-hmm. about um, you know, you're successful or you're a failure. No, they, they are not mutually exclusive. Because if you don't fail your way through life, you can't taste success, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not about uh, success. And, and especially when it comes to social media, I don't believe this horse SHIT that most people are saying, which is mm-hmm. you have, don't, don't go for quantity, go for quality. No, mm-hmm. I don't believe it. How do you construct quality content without going through the process of constructing multiple quantitative contents? I don't understand. That's an idea I never understand. So uh, to me, because of all this and because of my persona, I try to focus on uh, clarity of presentation and my thought processes. That's why. So I'm always a hashtag clarity. Uh, I believe in perspectives, which is the, that, that big area of gray. So that's a perspective for me and definitely live life with depth, meaning to say, don't just take what others say. In fact, to all the audience that's listening to us today, I implore you, don't just take what we say at face value. We, mm-hmm. we try, we try to, to provide uh, edutainment, so to speak, a little bit of education, a little bit of entertainment, but what we say is an accumulation of what we have done in the past to where we are today. It might work for me, it might work for Tim, it might work for Jeremy, it might work for Kevin. We can't guarantee that it will work for you, but what is similar across the four of us, we have experimented. Absolutely. We know what works. So, so I think that's, those are the important things. Um, I don't really have a direct answer to that personal branding thing, but it's really, to me, bringing up um, the persona into your name in the digital world. Now, I'm focusing on LinkedIn, but now if I just talk about the various seven main platforms that we live in, we also need to understand the orientation, right? So LinkedIn, professional network platform, talk about things that are the struggles of working professionals day to day, even if it's not about work. To me, I think that's absolutely relevant. Mm-hmm. For instance, if you work a 16 hours day, the only time you can go exercise is... Um, 6 a.m. in the morning, and then, oh, geez, that sucks, you know, but you know you have to get it done. It's a struggle of a working professional. Mm-hmm. You can write a post about it. It's absolutely relevant. We all have struggles like that. 
um, in especially today where our distractions are no longer from colleagues, they are from our family members, it's relevance too. We can write about that. I, I don't see why we can't. But of mm -hmm. course, that's LinkedIn. Then uh, seven main platforms like Facebook is really very community. You can write whatever you want. Just take note that within your neighborhood community, there are always people who are direct. There are always people who uh, believe in starting sentences with adjectives, ending it with adjectives and things like that. And Instagram is like a modern day photo book. So it's, it's a choice. But regardless, it's about the persona. That's my response. I agree. Yeah. What about you, Jeremy? What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know what to say, really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, with regards to following, um, uh, I'm, I'm, firstly, I'm not going to talk about personal branding at, at this point. Um, I think um, following really depends on uh, what you want it to be. Um, I don't really, uh, uh, I'm not really like going for the numbers, so to speak. In fact, I believe um, between the four of us, I probably have the least number of following. So I guess um, in that aspect, um, I'm probably the least qualified to comment on following. But I, I do believe that um, followings will, will will be different for the different platforms. Like because uh, I've, like for myself, um, I'm primarily firstly on Facebook uh, more in the past. Uh, and since about coming to two years now, uh, I decided to to be on uh, LinkedIn for reasons that we shared um, during our first ever chat. Um, uh, I think it's it's always been a struggle for me uh, because Facebook is is kind of quite obvious, right? Your following is really your friends. It's sort of like extension or upgraded version of um, a friendster, right? So that one is very clear cut, very direct. Uh, people who you know, um, they are going to be your following or your or your Facebook friends, right? But I guess for, for LinkedIn, it's, it's a different world because uh, it's supposed to be um, a professional network. And then, then that, that, happens, uh, uh, that happens to be a challenge because uh, who, who should you have in your network? So I always have this struggle whereby uh, I looked at why, why I'm doing what I'm doing on LinkedIn. And then I wonder for every connection that wants to connect with me, do I, you know, do I connect with them? Uh, why do I want to connect with them? Um, what are the what 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 do I look out for for connections? Um, you know, I, I check what they do. Um, are they in the same um, sector as me? You know, in retail, such that you know we could collaborate or we could share viewpoints. Or this person wants to see my views on retail. Um, uh, it's always a struggle, you know. Um, or, or does this person is totally you know non-related at all to to retail, maybe this guy is trying to sell me something. Do I connect? So, so there comes this struggle, and uh, and to be honest, I can't, I cannot follow up every time with every connection and say, hey, hi, um, how how do you do? Uh, or why do you connect with me? Um, you know, uh, which area are you in? Sometimes I have the time to do that. Sometimes I don't. So, uh, it's 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 tough, really. Um, and the struggle is really sometimes uh, uh, rather real. Um, and in terms of uh, content, right? Um, I'm kind of on the other spectrum, um, different from Audric. In fact, <clears throat> when when I when I sometimes see what Audric posts, I'm I scratch my head and I'm like, okay, uh, I could try that someday, but probably not not what I want to do because because I'm a B two B guy, right? Um, and I'm taking it very seriously as LinkedIn only for business. Uh, but 
but learning from Aldrich, I'm trying to loosen up a little bit. Sometimes, you know, change a bit of uh, change a bit of uh, what I post uh, under the uh, bottom up perspective because I guess um, everyone who is on uh, any form of social media uh, has to be opinionated in some way or rather. And and I guess as as the more and more I do that, um, then uh, maybe the real me can be shown uh, to other people um, on a less formal setting. So I kind of have like two hats now. I'm trying to, you know, when I post, I sort of have a switch. Do I post, I flip on the um, retail guy switch and I go total business or I switch on the borders up perspective um, angle and uh, speak as a human being, right? <laughs> Someone who, who is observing something and maybe trying to link it uh, to some form of a, a business um, aspect or some some form of positivity or negativity, whichever, uh, depending the mood of the day. Uh, so that's how I I that's my kind of my approach. And uh, in terms of following, uh, I believe it just comes. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, usually the, the the recent struggle that I see online is like you know people are saying, hey, let's connect. You know, I have like ten thousand followers. Do you want to have more connections? And it's all every time I run into this, I'm in the struggle of like, do do I want to do that? Um, are these people into retail at all? Um, and then I, I pull myself back and I, I ground myself and say, mm, probably not. But however, if I get like ten hundred thousand connections, which means uh if I produce a video the next time, I'm potentially gonna have a hundred thousand or ten thousand more people to watch it. So do I want to do that? Uh so it's still a struggle. I haven't figured it out. So I'm here to learn from you guys, really. And, uh, you know, if anyone's online now watching this live, you want to share uh, your views to help me out, uh, please do. Great. Well, I, th I think those are two things, by the way, that we should circle back to. One is the Let's Connect. And then the other thing is just more so, like, who you connect with. I think those are really great things to talk about. So I, I think Kevin should definitely... I think Kevin probably has the best experience out of any of us on this. But yeah, I think those are two things yeah. we should really talk about. Yeah. So I guess uh, my take on the whole idea of personal branding, right? I think personal branding is you. So you have to know yourself. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people in the career, they don't know themselves. And I think you start performing in your sweet spot no matter if you're a salesperson, a guy that works for someone, a business owner, is learning what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, and what's my story, and why am I doing what I do? And if you can't answer those questions, then you don't know who you are, then how are you going to be able to hop on a platform on social media and expect to encourage others? Mm-hmm. Right, because everything you out is either copying what you hear from someone else. It's not original because you don't know yourself. So you're just um, I call it regurgitating someone else's stuff. Right. Until you know who you are, it's really hard to help others. So I would say, hey, personal man is knowing who you are. What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? And being able to really be transparent. I rather someone share their all their failures on social platforms, uh, rather than just uh, sharing, you know, something that's not original. Mm -hmm. You know, you all have a voice. You know, share it. 
You know, it can be a story of your childhood. It can be a story of your struggles within your business. Um, you don't have to always just share your wins and your success stories. Um, it's just your day to day, right? And if we can all start there, that's personal branding in a nutshell. Um, and I know there's so many gurus out there that teach people on personal branding and all these stuff. But I honestly think it's really that simple, right? It's knowing yourself, knowing why you exist, and what's your personal message, what you're all about, right? If you're about cars and girls, and that's great. You can put that out there. That's your personal brand, right? If you're about giving, then put that out there. You know, if you're all about money, put that out there because that's really you, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. but it looks really funny when you're not about that. And then all you talk about is that because you're trying to copy someone else, then mm -hmm. people are going to be like, oh, that's not really Kevin. That's not how Kevin is when he's at home. Mm -hmm. what's, what's he doing? You know, and I think that's personal branding from my perspective. So I agree with that one million percent. Yeah. So I guess, go ahead. No, go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay. No, that's I think, I think at this point uh, that we have done our so-called uh, icebreaker questions, I, I, I think that it's a question that um, I've been getting through the DMs and through the social media platforms. Uh, I think all of us will get it too. So let's just take this opportunity and address it here and, and keep it on record. Um, there's, good, there's a lot of people that's been asking those that are not doing their own thing, meaning to say they are not running their own show, they are not um, doing their own business. I know that uh, Timothy and myself, I think we are, quite, we are quite similar. We do our own thing. We are like small scale, right? Um, Kevin, you run J29 Creative, right? And of course, Jeremy, you have a day job. So we have a good mix here. Now, um, is it really, really true that it is a lot easier for people like us who run our own show to determine what our personal branding is and therefore put the contents out there. That's, that's the first question, right? Because for, for people that don't do it, they'll be like, hey, it makes absolute sense that you guys do it because you know you, you guys have a lot of things to promote. You guys have uh, product services and uh, ideas. But, but look at me, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not in your league. So, should I be posting? Should I be liking? Or should I just be sharing, right? So um, I, I think I get it quite often. I, I don't think that it's something that is unique to me. I think you guys get it too, right? especially Kevin, right? Digital marketing agency. So shall we just start, start off with that and just address this $64,000 question? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we go like this way, like Jeremy, and then we'll finish with Kevin like we did. That was good. Sure. Right. Let's go. Yeah, pick on the corporate guy, right? <laughs> Everyone at any point in their life would have been a corporate guy. It doesn't yeah, I was a corporate guy a few months ago. The corporate guy literally. Oops, sorry. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know the I don't know the answer to that question. To be honest, um, uh, it, it, I I always feel that um, if I ever run into this kind of question, I'll fall back to why why I'm doing this, um. Uh, and 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 whoever wants to start being on LinkedIn, like Kevin said, needs to figure out why he or she is uh, doing it. Because if, if you haven't figured it out, um, you will give up at some point in time. You will. It is not easy. 
because as we all know, um, whatever you're trying to do, building a brand, building a following, you have to be consistent. Um, and by consistency, it, it really means you have to show up. Um, you have to show up, um, I don't know, depending on yourself, right? Once a week, uh, once every day, uh, two to three times a week. Uh, for, for myself, I don't, I don't have a... I don't have like a fixed amount of time. So that's why you guys sometimes see me bop in and out. Sometimes uh, I post twice a day. Sometimes uh, you don't see me for an entire two weeks, you know? So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a shifty uh, person. I don't stick to like a certain schedule. Unlike, you know, Aldrich's on the other extreme. He's on like 24 seven. When you least expect it, boom, another thing comes out. So, so uh, re really, um, if you don't know why you are doing so, um, then, you're going to run into problems. You're going to question yourself. Um, even for me, I think I'm quite clear. I, I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm spreading the word on retail, how that you know physical retail is still there despite all this virus situation. I, I have my doubts as well. I, I The last video I shared, I kept it on hold for like half a year because I, I just procrastinated. I didn't get around it. You know, There's always something at work. There's always something at home. There's always some morale questions. It's always you know too stressful, you know, uh, I, I want to unwind. No, I, I really don't want to do the editing. And it's and, and, and I only put it out like half a year later. I still have some more really outdated ones. And 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 I question myself why I do it. How often should I do it? So not really a good person to answer this question. Um, but but that's my perspective. That's 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 my struggle. <laughs> <laughs> so so Jeremy, do you think do you think that any of us in this live room is actually having it a lot easier than you when it comes to constructing posts over the various platforms? Do you think so? No, 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 nobody has it easy. Anyone who anyone who wants to post um, at all consistently uh, will not have it easy. Even I also think that even even those who who take what they want to do seriously, and even if they just share posts, do not have it easy because you need to pick uh, what you are trying to post. And if you if you are at all half decent at it, you need to know uh, why you are doing it and post things that align to that why. Um, you know. Otherwise, you're gonna run into problems. Uh, and and let me give you an example recently. So um, I had this post where I I, I post about how creative this gay bar, gay hotel uh, uh place is on on their e on their mailer. I got it in my mail uh, because I subscribed to this creative marketing thing, and I thought it was really funny because they played a, a lot of the words on on gay, right? Um, they they say things like uh, the gathering, uh, you know, instead of the gathering. I thought it was pretty pretty funny. And I realized that it wasn't really aligned to my brand, but it was showing how a hotel, in this case, a gay hotel, uh, was trying to innovate. They have clubs and everything online, so you don't miss out even though you're on lockdown. I thought it was funny. I thought it was creative. Uh, I posted. I had like zero likes. You know, I'm probably <laughs> going to take it away, uh, you know, pretend it never happened, delete that post. Um, um, but I'm that's what happened. That post so that you're not going to But that, that's yeah, what happened when... I'm going to find it out. Elder, you like it now. <laughs> no, no, no. So that's one. It's your effort, you know. <laughs> so that's one. That's one. I won't say experiment, but uh, I was trying a little bit to experiment because everyone uh, you know, on the show right now, um, go like Jeremy's post. <laughs> <laughs> I I realized that I've never I've never been like the creative guy. It's really more of the retail guy. So. That was kind of like a fail um, a post. So so I hope that answers your question, Audrey, because it is never easy. 
you know, it's it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there. And I understand that because it's hard for me in the first place, you know, 40-something guy um, uh, who has always been on Facebook, not so active, just being himself, sharing jokes and stuff, um, coming on to a professional network, trying to look professional, trying to build some sort of credibility and expert view on LinkedIn. Uh, it's it's hard. It's hard. And even doing videos, right? You know, I'm, I'm not that good looking in particular. So, and that's probably why I never go on Instagram, you know? So, so it's, it's never easy, Audrey, never. I, and I believe you, you know why you, you can speak far better to that than, than anyone else. It's not easy. All right. So, I mean, my take on the question, is it easier for somebody who is on their own versus somebody who is not? I mean, a couple months ago when I started, I was working for somebody else. I would say depends on your employer, of course. If your employer is obviously monitoring your social media, I think you're going to be a little more <laughs> about it. You know, if they're not, then whatever, you could let it fly. Right. Um, if you're your own boss, is it easier to say whatever you want on LinkedIn? Yes. I mean, that's let's just call it what it is. Right. I mean, nobody's going to look down. You know, no, nobody's looking over your shoulder aside from other people on LinkedIn to say, is that acceptable or not? You know what I mean? So, yes, it is a little bit easier from that regard. Um, that being said, you know, talking about what Jeremy talked about. Yeah, we all we all struggled no matter who you are to post content at some point. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not it, no matter who you are to do it every single day consistently. There's going to be a time when you struggle to come up with some kind of content. And it's funny that, you know, the actually the, the post that got the most engagement I've ever had was a post where I said, I'm just forcing myself to post today because I read you, that. I read yeah. that. I read that. And, yeah. and, uh, and that's literally the, the most engagement I've ever got. So I, I guess really people relate to that. Like, it's not, it's not easy. It's not. Sometimes you're just like, all right, I got to say something. And literally I said, like, this is how I feel today. And everybody was like, oh, that's so awesome. So, you know, you just really never know. I didn't expect the post to get that much engagement. Honestly, I had no idea. I was just like, look, this is how I feel today. This is what I'm telling all of you. And everybody was like, oh, this is so great. Okay, cool. I guess that worked, but I would have never guessed in a million years that would have been my most engagement on a post. It was just something that I was really struggling with, and I said, that's it, you know? So, yeah, um, but, yeah, anybody, it's natural. I mean, if you have that much content, hallelujah, and God bless you. <laughs> you know, I, I struggle like everybody else, you know what I mean? And I post fairly consistently, but it's a struggle sometimes, absolutely. So I guess it's my turn. Uh, on, Kevin, so, before you start, you okay. belong to the you belong to the group that most of the that the rest of the people are very interested in. So I'm going to just just um, okay. give a bit more funneling to the question. My question to you: So do digital marketers have it easy when it comes to constructing posts in terms of frequency and consistency? Digital marketers, huh? Okay, digital, digital marketer. marketer. Yeah. Absolutely. Go on. Oh, because the difference with me is I have a team, you know, I have a team that, you know, help me produce the videos. Um, that's why I have professional videos. Um, I mean, that, that's what they do every day. I have a, a full-time internal media guy and all he does is I still come up with the topics because I like authentic content, but then he's the one dictating my schedule. It's like, hey, just a reminder, Kevin, it's Monday. You're supposed to shoot this. 
and this is where you need to be, show up, right? And I have a library of content. And because we're an agency, uh, we already have a bunch of stuff. I'm just grabbing it. And on top of that, I have software. You know, I have social media software that helps me schedule everything for the week. Um, I even have an assistant that schedules it out for me, you know? So it's still my content, but I'm not the one going in and entering everything, right? But a lot of my personal brand stuff, I actually like doing it myself. Um, it's a lot, oftentimes it's actually on my phone um, at night. Uh, my video content, a lot of it is me just hopping on and just sharing my thoughts and feelings and, you know, the journey I'm going through because I want... Um, the Kevin Kwok LinkedIn to be me, you know, and I, I try where my employee and staff does it and it's never as good engagement. Um, it's not as authentic. Um, I had it where even uh, we had a content girl who wrote my content, you know, and I would dictate voice. I would record something and she's supposed to dictate it. it it's never a success. It always fails, mm -hmm. you know, because um, it's always better, even when I'm really tired, um, 7 p.m. at night, I just write some of my feelings. And then people are like, oh, this is great. You know, it's engaging. Oh, there's some grammar errors. You know, it's very original. It sounds just <laughs> like heaven. <laughs> and I'm just being honest with you. Um, even as a digital marketer, I really think it's so key to be original, to be authentic. And um, so there are things that are easier, and then there are things that's I'm just like everyone else, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, okay. Anyone yeah. else wants to have a go? What What are the kind of um, followership type of questions that you guys get in your DM? Yeah. So actually, let's see if, hey, Brooke, um, James, um, any of you guys have questions? Um, there's Mercado. Um, let's see here. If you guys have any questions in the audience, feel free to start typing it out, commenting. Um, and I want to circle back real quick to one of Brooke's comments because I love what she said. Not everyone knows themselves, right? And it's okay. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely agree a hundred percent because I've been on LinkedIn, you know, since the beginning when LinkedIn first started. And I went through this journey, right? From corporate guy to enterprise car sales guy to recruiter guy to unemployment guy to entrepreneur. And throughout that whole journey, I utilize LinkedIn in different ways. I utilize Instagram, Facebook, um, from buying things on Facebook Marketplace to um, um, selling things so that I can make enough money to eat and pay rent all the way to entrepreneur guys sharing my thoughts, right? And I can say, hey, all throughout those steps, I wasn't 100% knowing who I was, right? But throughout experiences and just doing it, just putting myself out there on social media, it helps you kind of find yourself. Because I always tell people, social media is actually a mirror. That's all it is. That's a great a reflection of who we are. 
And a lot of times, you people complain about, oh, what's on Instagram? They complain about what's on LinkedIn and the content out there. Think about it. These platforms come with zero content. When Mark Zuckerberg put Facebook out there, it has zero content. Who's putting the content out there? You. Me. So it's reflecting who we are as humans. And that's social media in a nutshell. All mm -hmm. it is is a mirror, and it reflects who we are. And oftentimes, in your journey of putting stuff out there, engaging with others, you start finding yourself. You start understanding, hey, here's my strengths, here's my weaknesses. Think about it. Even in your career search, when you start putting your resume on LinkedIn, you're, you're doing interviews. People could tell you where your, your strengths are, where your weaknesses are. Why are companies not talking to me? Mm -hmm. And during that journey, you start finding out, huh, maybe I'm not a good listener. Maybe I'm not even a good digital marketer, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff, you know, and then you start learning who you are. Right. But when you start finding your why, your strength and you play off of it. And that's what I meant by you, you start being in your sweet spot. And that's mm -hmm. when I think you start having that voice to attract others, being able to build a following and different things like that. So, yep, I'll leave you guys at well that. Said. <laughs> That's well, great. well said, I, uh, well said. I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to comment a bit on uh, what Kevin said earlier about um, running of feelings and all. You know, I, I guess I probably speak for most people, right, uh, of Asian heritage. Uh, Kevin, you're an exception because uh, you are, you are in, in the U.S., so it, I think it's really hard for people to even express their feelings sometimes, even, you know, vocally, uh, uh, even more so harder to choose a platform and, and express your feelings. So, so that in itself is hard, right? I just want to acknowledge that um, to all those who are trying to post uh, your feelings is, is not easy because uh, half the time you're wondering, should I expose myself? Do I want to feel that vulnerability? And, and, and like Tim mentioned right. as well, uh, if you have a boss who is also on LinkedIn, for example, and checks what you write, are you going? Are you really going to pose that? Oh, my boss sucks, or this day sucks because <laughs> I do this and that. You know, even even just the feeling of whether should I put my resume out there because I know every of my colleagues is out there. You know, you, you even feel that. What you even feel? Sometimes you feel maybe you shouldn't do that. So so that is is something you also need to navigate through. Um, uh, even before you, 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 you start posting. So I just wanted to say that that in itself is hard. So don't, don't be so hard on yourself. If you can't, uh, if you can't do what like most of these guys do here, uh, I don't think I've been out with my feelings a lot. Uh, so it's fine. It really, it's fine. Um, but still, um, be true to yourself, um, and, and, um, find that angle that you want to go in, um. You can play on your strengths. You know, you can like me create an alter ego, right? And I can hide under this new retail guy person to the point that I I switch jobs and get into something else. You know, I don't know the the new oil and gas person guy or something. Until that happens, you know, I have this alter ego, my safe zone. I can talk about retail as much as I like, and uh, it's sort of disconnected to to my uh, work. Uh, hopefully, um, and and yeah, it's it's not not easy. And once you're able to do that, then the following will come. Hopefully, rightfully, it means you're doing something right. If you're connecting to uh, that quality number of people who identifies with what you're saying, identifies with your brand, identifies with your why, 
you will get your following. Yeah, I mean, I and, I want to. And just, um, uh, I, I'll just I'll just pick on uh, one of the points that Jeremy mentioned, which I think is really relevant. Um, in in the process of doing anything that's meaningful to ourselves, so in the context of building a following, uh, we are dealing with people. It's essentially, essentially, it's the business of people. It's just that you don't see that face to face. It's not physical. It's in the digital world, but emotions still run in the platform, our own emotions as well, especially the vibes that we get. Uh, I just want to take this opportunity and, and put this on record because uh, maybe next time when people pull it out, you still see that we are adding value to that. That um, no matter what we do, no matter what we post, so long as we are moving towards our goal and we put ourselves out there, we will be exposed to people who think that we are brilliant and a vast majority of people who think that we are idiots. <laughs> Back of life, right? Yeah. I, 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 can't, I, can't, uh, I can't really remember the number of times where uh, I get uh, comments that are extremely positive and some of those where they are like, you know, like seriously, you are, do you have to work like 16 hours a day? Don't you need some work-life balance or, <laughs> or, or like dinner? Or, which, is, which is actually not the, the, the inherent message of, of that post. But, but you know, you, you, you're going to invite um, comments that are not really congruent with what you're posting. And truth be told, if I can really speak to everyone that's listening here, it doesn't matter because... Mm-hmm. Really, literally, literally, adding value to every all your connections that's out there, whether they are your first degree, third degree plus, and whatsoever. Put it out. Put it out and be out. Just be out. Put it mm-hmm. out and be out. Don't, don't, if, if you, you don't have an iron heart, don't look at the comments. Just know that what you have posted is for the good of everyone that's associated with you, and that's it, right? Uh, there will always be there are, all sorts, there are all sorts of people which I think we need to uh, love and embrace since there's already 7.7 billion people on this planet, right? So, yeah. So, so that's literally my point. I'm building on uh, Jeremy's point. Like, um, I think a lot of us, we are not doing it because there's this fear that's holding us back. Like, you know, I, I don't want to be judged. You know, fine. But let's push it on the stream, right? Put it out. Get out. Then you won't be judged. Don't, Ostrich mentality in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> do, do, forget. Yeah. People like you connect with you. Just, just, and then, and then, and then be out. <laughs> just be out. Yeah. That's, that's no. the way I think about it. I, I, I think it goes to. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like what Eldrick just said, right? Um, you're gonna be judged just being human. The, the <laughs> moment you walk out the door, uh, someone's gonna judge you. It doesn't matter who you are, how successful you are. No one knows you from Adam. As soon as you walk out that door, someone has a judgment that day about you. And the same thing on social media. As soon as you post, there's going to be someone. I don't agree with him. Who does he think he is or what? You know? So I think this leads to a good sec- number two question, right? I think it's. When we're talking about putting ourselves out there, then we're talking about connecting, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you guys feel is best practice or what you found to work for you regards to 
adding people because Aldrick just said you just add, you know. So what what do you feel work for you when you're connecting with someone that's a stranger or someone that you're trying to target, um, someone you don't know, right? A cold connection. I, I'll I'll speak on this one a little bit. So me personally, what I find with connections and my my way of connecting changed a lot since I started on LinkedIn. When I first started, like, my very first few weeks, I would actually interact a little bit with the Lex Connect, Connect posts. And I kind of realized, all right, this isn't doing anything for me, so I stopped. But what I also started doing was I started paying attention to people's actual profiles. And if you send me a connection request, I look all the way through it. I want to see who you are, what you're doing, what your interactions look like. Are you interacting with anybody? Because if you're not interacting with anybody, what do I need you for, right? If you're not going to interact with anybody, you're not liking anybody's post, you're not commenting on anybody's post, so what value do you bring to me, right? I, I don't see it, you know what I mean? And sometimes I'll accept somebody's connection just to see, like, all right, are you going to send me a DM? Because you don't talk to anybody, so what's going to happen here? And then, you know, within five, ten minutes, if there's nothing, I just disconnect. I'm like, forget it. This is not, this is pointless. So I really, when somebody sends me a connection request, I look all the way through it. I want to see who you are and what you're doing. And if I find that, hey, maybe we can be friends in some regard, we'll cross paths and we'll have similar values, I'll accept the connection request. If I don't see that, I'm not accepting it. I actually probably ignore more connection requests now than I accept. And I know that a lot of people would think that's counterproductive. I don't think it's counterproductive at all, to be honest with you. I think... You know, again, I'm more building people around who is going to relate to me and my brand. And, you know, since that's what we're talking about here and building the following, that's what I want in my connection. You only get 30,000 connections. It seems like a huge number. If you're posting a lot of content, you get a lot of connection requests. So you can actually fill up the 30,000 connections fairly quickly within a year. You can get a lot of sales, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. That's 10,000 right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, like I said, like when it comes to who I accept and who I connect with, I'm, I'm very thorough. And, and I do that because, again, I want to see, OK, is this a good connection? If it's not a good connection, I'm not going to connect with you. It just doesn't make sense. That's good. Jeremy, you want to go first? Oh, sure. I, I think I, I shared a little bit um, on there. Still struggling um, who to who to uh, connect and not connect. Uh, but at least uh, I, I'm not as thorough as uh, Timothy, I have to admit. Uh, I just scan, um, you know, on, on the, uh, the, the summary statement below their name, try to figure out. Uh, sometimes I just accept on a whim, um, but, you know, uh, it's hard. It's hard. Um, depend on the time of day I, I receive the connection as well. If I had a bit more time, I'll, I'll look at it. But um, these days, I, I try to check the summary as well as uh, the number of followers uh, for some reason, even though I don't care how many followers I have. But I think uh, hopefully um, that person, um, you know, I could reach some second or third degree uh, people who might who might resonate with me, my brand, what I stand for. So I do look into um, the number of followers. Um, I guess also that is a sort of an indication of whether that person... Um, does anything at all um, because if, if it's a uh, I don't know three four hundred I, I I try not to judge uh, I still add people uh, who are not so high count in in the number of uh, followers I mean I myself is not high I just reached about a thousand very small number um, 
Uh, so uh, I try not to judge if I see that the person is um been active recently. Uh, sure, why not, right? Because everyone starts out like that, you know, just like me a year plus ago. Um, and I like to look at uh, if these people write um, articles because uh, that's an interesting aspect to me because uh, writing an article is very deliberate, very intentional. Um, even though this person might not like um, other people's uh, comments and all, um, I think if they, if they write articles, they are at least uh, at some point in time serious about this platform. So I, I would like to see what they, they think, what they represent because articles... Yeah, you can't just write on any any anything on any topic on articles. So you, you need to really find that uh, find that uh, meaning why you're writing an article before you post the article. So I, I look into those things if I have the time um, before I add. Um, if not, you know, if I'm just too busy, um, yeah, I, I'll just look at the profile summary numbers of uh, number of followers. Yeah, that's that's me. All right. So um, I think. I think for, for this show, all our audience is going to realize that we all have our own way to build our own following. So, so for me, I, 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 separate, I separate it to the invitations that I receive and those that are triggered. So the invitations that I receive and those that are triggered. For those invitations that I, reach, that I receive, I, I accept. I accept. Um, for a very simple reason, that there, there is no need for anyone who wants to connect with me. I, I take it with that sense of gratitude. Um, the benefit of, uh, let's say, maybe it's, it's the kind of content that I do, which is uh, clarity, perspectives, and live life with that. And I like to show, um, I like to show knowledge on the streets that we can't get from books, from classes, or from um, our immediate environment. And I, I think that's very important. Uh, so, so that's one. Now, those that I initiate, I am selective in a way that um, I want to connect with people who can indirectly push me. So if I, if I go through my post feed and I say, uh, uh, let's say a Sandra or a Winnie and a, or, or Timothy is like, hey, I see you. I see you again. Ah, I see you. They're like, good message, good post. You know, you really put in the effort. I really want to be associated with you. I'll trigger that, in, that invitation, right? So, so that's how I do it. Um, Recently, there's a, I have a little twist. A little twist. Recently, there's just an explosion of uh, Bitcoin miners and forex online traders and things like that. And um, I still accept the invitation. Ah, don't get me wrong. It's the same. I still accept the invitation. But I look forward to their DMs. Literally. Interesting. So, so that's, how, that's how, how I think about it. Um, I'm not... I don't particularly judge uh, how uh, the, the kind of profiles when, when people come and send me the invite. Uh, sometimes it comes with a, a message and sometimes they don't. Uh, I, know, I know that there are people who connect with intent. I know that, um, which is very common, right? Because uh, if you are connected with someone that has a, a bigger pool of following, it's very likely that their contents or their sales offering or what they're trying to do gets disseminated to that guy's followers. I get that. Um, but at the same time, uh, I just want to put this on record and, and just say that you need to look at the kind of contents that you are putting out because the greater the market, the greater the positive response and the greater the, the spams that's coming along your way. So it's, it's, it's really your choice. That's how I think, right? So um, I do welcome connections. Um, not because... 
I want to grow that number, that that magic number. Um, I think I think throughout the entire voice, uh, this this show, I've not, I've not focused on that number. It's 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 never been, never been my focus. I, I don't I don't check that. I I don't see why apart from like, like sports and we are keeping score. Like mm, no, probably I don't count my likes too. I don't. Yeah, that's my response to you, Kevin. Yes, yeah, you have a, and just you have a nice following, Aldrich. I mean, I I paid attention to your following, and you have a you have a nice following despite the fact you don't pay attention. So it's it's strong, man. <laughs> I don't. You see, the whole point is I don't understand it. Is like I, I get I get like friends, I get friends like yourself and some of those that are very close to say, "Hey, Aldrich, your your voice has exploded." I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, nice, thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll work harder to produce contents that are relevant for all of you, like the coffee shop one that I had last morning. I was a little surprised, like, oh, you know, like people appreciate like small little things on the streets, like we, which, which I think, which I think is important, right? Let's not take the environment around us for granted. No matter how busy we are, like, uh, I believe that we should also up our game for high performance. So I, I do some posts just before I go off for the day, and that could be like uh, SGT twelve midnight or one a.m. and I get and I get um. Comments like, "Geez, go sleep," or like, "Geez, eat your dinner." Why are you trying to teach my? Why are you trying to? Why are you trying to teach my husband? Or why are you trying to teach my my kids who are working and what's up? So in the DM, I'll just reply. I said, "What I'm trying to teach? Very simple. You know, like we are accountable for ourselves. High performance." Yeah, I like it. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah, so I noticed um, my cousin hopped on, so I want to say hi to Julia. <laughs> so that's awesome that you're on here. Um, so in regards to how I connect, um, so being a digital marketer and an entrepreneur, um, I've gone through every scenario of connection, right? The reason is you go to conferences and you meet um, different gurus and people that teach you there's software out there that can help you connect there's bots um there's everything right there's so much stuff and i just want to be very real transparent authentic right um i love that eldrick doesn't focus on numbers because so i have chose as a digital marketer to never not cheat the system regards to followers right um mm -hmm. you can purchase linkedin followers you can purchase uh, mm -hmm. instagram followers and it's cheap you know it's like ten dollars for ten thousand followers and you can there i even have tools where you can see if people are buying followers you know i can put their name in uh, their link in and they'll pop up and go ah they purchased followers because i can see their analytics and their graphs right because realistically you can see some linkedin people that have ten thousand followers about a month ago and all of a sudden now they're at twenty thousand Okay, and uh, I am a digital marketer. I post every day. Um, I have a team that helped me create video content, um, long post content, short post content. There's no way, it's impossible, okay? I don't care how good you are and the value you deliver, don't BS me, <laughs> you know? So the truth is I've been on the platform, you know, I do personally, I do have 10K plus followers. But I, you got to remember, I started when LinkedIn first started. It was in 2004. So for the amount of followers I have now, that's not a large number, you know, just to be realistic. And a lot of it came from the industries I was in. 
You know, when I was in logistics, I was trying to sell a logistics software to freight forwarders, you know, so that's how I communicated with them. So I got, I was a recruiter. So I was looking for people for IT recruiting. And guess what? That whole industry is all about connecting with potential developers, right? So that's pretty much half of my audience. And then when I got into the digital marketing game, right, I I am pretty open to connecting to everyone as long I look at kind of, um, I look at their profile and make sure they fill out all their information, that they have a picture, you know, that they have a profile pic of some kind and that they took the time and wrote out their summary and, you know, put their job descriptions out there. And then I kind of look at, hey, how often do they post, right? Um, do I agree with their content? If I like it, I like what they're about, then I want the opportunity to connect. And I know in the LinkedIn community, there's what's called a lion, um, LinkedIn, open network, all these different terms, right? And at the end of the day, you know, I'm open to connecting, but I'm also careful, right? If you're trying to sell me, um, pitch me, Example, I get digital marketers selling me stuff all the time. And I'm like, do you not look at my profile? It's this Kevin Clark digital marketer. And you're <laughs> trying to sell me digital marketing stuff. And it's like, you didn't even take the time. And I understand maybe it's a bot. I don't know. Um, and even utilizing a bot, right? I think there's this balance, right? So my effort is if I try to connect with someone, my second message, I always do a video. And this is just an industry tip, or I do a voice message. Hmm. All of a sudden, people are shocked. Some people, especially on LinkedIn platform, a lot of people on LinkedIn doesn't even know you can do a voice message or a, a video. And when they actually, oh, that caught me off guard. Oh, Kevin's a real person. Oh, he's not trying to sell to me. I'll go, hey, Timothy, how are you doing? Thanks for connecting, blah, 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 you know. And it, it just throws these people off guard, you know? And so that's kind of my thing. And if I do my voice message and then I don't hear back from them, then I know uh, that most likely that's not a real person or he's trying to sell me something, uh, then I disconnect them, right? <laughs> so I, I try to give everyone an opportunity because I do believe, hey, the larger you're following, if it's quality, it, the, the way the algorithm work, it does expose you to more people right mm -hmm. so the whole goal is um we're kind of like on this billboard and you want the highest traffic billboard to see your message mm -hmm. so yep it's, it's true and i think you i think you brought up a point that uh, it caught my attention but i wasn't expecting it it's about um people actually buying followers and things like that and and um I, I, I'm going to say something, but it's, it's not something that I'm not going to judge, but just taking a step back. Um, there are always two ways to do things. One, we build it. Two, we buy it. Reality. Just look at any financial statements, okay? We build it. We buy it. All of us understand, and I, I, I think for most of the audience that's listening to us today, building a brand equity to have followers is tough. It's tough. It's consistency. It's getting ourselves out there. We be judged. We have to do our fact. Our, we have to do our job. Respond to every comment to show that we are sincere. We are not a bomb and whatsoever. But this process of building our own brand equity, of having people 
to resonate with us is a skill. It's confidence. One day, all these seven main social media platforms today, they won't be here till perpetuity. They will mm-hmm. go away. But the important thing is once we understand how to build that brand equity on one or two or three or four platforms, the confidence is with us. When those platforms go away, we can do it again. We can do it again. Some, it's, it's, it's something that's with us. If we go on the route of buying followers, how many times are you going to, how many times are you going to buy it? So let's say you can buy your way to uh, 30,000 followers on LinkedIn. And the, once you do that, and after that is your very first time in your life that you do a post and you realize that, uh, let's say 10% of your 30,000 followers shit on you. Can you cope with that? Can you cope with that? Right? So, so I'm not judging. I'm just saying, I acknowledge uh, Kevin's point. You, we, we can build, we can buy, right? But the matter of the fact is building brand equity is tough, but it's confidence. It will stay with us. It will stay with us. So please do it for ourselves. There's a lot of things now on the internet that's getting commoditized. Everything is getting commoditized. Everyone is producing content. No one owes you a like, mm-hmm. a comment. No one owes you viewership, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to do our work. At the end of the day, when probably, probably when all social media go away and the new, the next thing comes along, if you're not used to building your own stuff, if you're not, we're not going to be able to cope. What's the next stuff? I don't know. Maybe Kevin can advise from digital marketing. Is it AR? <laughs> is it VR? Is it, um, you know, like a very, very mature version of Siri or Alexa, right? And if we are not doing it today, if we are not putting in the effort today, a decade later, I think for most of the people, when they are 40s, they become technologically irrelevant. And that's going to be very scary, I think. So if, if there's anything that I really, really want to say well, in today's show, please, please, for everyone that's listening, build your own brand. That process is worth it. It's a skill. It won't go away. It won't. Well, I th- don't always buy your Well, and I, I like what else. Where we are tired, but yeah. just don't. I think I like what Eldrick just said, you know, at the end of the day is you're preparing today for tomorrow, right? You're just example, you know, and um, the whole crisis that's happening, the pandemic, right? The people that were already online doing stuff, it's much easier for them to do Zoom calls now um, to do live shows because they were already doing it. Mm-hmm. It's not like a last minute, oh, I got work from home, you know, and now I got to sell myself. On. They already built this social media following. They already have this personal brand that's online, right? But if you didn't prepare and now you go jump on and you got create content, absolutely, that's hard to do, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not easy. But if you've already been doing it, it's like brushing your teeth, right? It becomes just mm-hmm. habit. And it's such a valuable habit because this is the way of the future, you know? And I mean, take it from me, right? When I first started, I started on MySpace. And I was creating (laughs) creating content on MySpace platform. And I I own a restaurant and bar at the time, right? 
and I saw it was my lowest cost of advertising mm -hmm. utilizing MySpace, right? So it was just an entrepreneur looking for a cheap way to advertise myself, you know, and it worked, you know, while everyone was buying magazine ads for $300, a fourth of a page, I just, MySpace, here's, and I started connecting with people. And I was putting on, you know, the image, the food that people want to see, right? Mm -hmm. But then I took that same MySpace model, I took it to Facebook, and it worked. Facebook, I took it to Instagram, it worked. From Instagram, back to LinkedIn, I mean, it's all the same. At the end of the day, is relationship platforms. And if mm -hmm. you understand how to make friends, build relationships, you just take that those efforts online. And one of the key things to building relationships is trust. People have to trust you. Mm -hmm. And people have to be able to relate. So if you're not putting your authentic self out there, how can people do, trust you? You know, if you're not putting content out there, how are they going to learn who you are? Right. So I 100% agree with Eldrick. It's so valuable and it's free to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't have to pay a digital marketer to do it. You can do this yourself, <laughs> you know, and mm -hmm. I love to take your money. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's just the truth. I tell my clients this all the time. I love to take your money. But guess what? No one can help you produce your content better than you. Mm -hmm. We still need your voice, you know, only if you're like a big, big organization, right? We can help organizations develop content. That's a whole other game. But when it comes to personal brand, you can do it, yeah. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, on that tip, I think what, it, what I think this is a good segue into, because uh, Jeremy touched on it in the beginning, is talking about just the Let's Connect post and how it relates to a real following. Because, you know, I mean, realistically, my opinion on it is this. You know, the Let's Connect posts, while wonderful for building a following quickly, are you actually building a following is the question, right? I mean, you know, and I talked about this in a post and somebody really came at my neck. They were like really adamant when I said this, what I'm about to say. But look, if you have 20,000 followers, but you get no post engagement, what's the point? What is the point? <laughs> and it's and this guy like really was upset with me and was like, "Oh, you're jealous." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm not <laughs> jealous. I, I don't care. Like, I got plenty of post engagement myself. I could care less. But what's the point if you have twenty thousand followers but nobody relates to you? What the hell does it matter?" So you know, like on the Let's Connect tip, I think realistically, it's it's wonderful to build a following and do it quickly. Obviously, there's plenty of people who are who are using those posts as vehicles to, you know, get a lot of post engagement and get a lot of followers. But outside of that post, what does it do for you? You know what I mean? Like when you don't post a let's connect post, do people still relate to you? And if they don't, then, I mean, you have this humongous following, but it's for naught. And you, and to Kevin's point, you didn't learn anything from it. You didn't build your personal brand. You just made up an artificial following. So, you know, on the Let's Connect posts, I mean, listen, everybody's free to do whatever they want. I personally don't really engage. If you like it and enjoy it, I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just cautioning you, like, okay, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? 
for that Let's Connect post? And what are you using it for? What is the following for? Do you sell to people off that following? Do you, like, what do you need the following for if you really don't post content consistently? Because for some people, that's all I ever see them doing is Let's Connect posts, which is wonderful, but I, what is, no, where are you going? You know what I mean? I mean, that's just my opinion on it. So I think when we talk about building a following and, you know, well, Timothy, it's not not just let's connect posts, right? It's connect, <laughs> and then and then uh, they tag about five hundred people on their posts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And again, I mean, you know, it's wonderful. Like obviously, you see these posts getting eight hundred, nine hundred post engagement. That's fantastic. But then the very next post, you get like twenty. <laughs> you know, if you don't post something, that's less connect. So I mean, really, you're just kind of you're you're to your point, Kevin, you're kind of murking the system a little bit, you know? Like, yeah, okay, it looks, it looks great right then and there to get that post interaction, but what what's next? So I really don't think you're building a brand by doing the Let's Connect post, and that's just my opinion on it. I don't think, even though, yes, you are building a quote-unquote following, because LinkedIn considers a connection a follower, you're not actually building a following. That's not a, that's not a real follower. They're not really engaging in your content. So th that's just my opinion on it. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Hey, thanks. Thanks for the opinion, uh, Timothy, because I was trying to look for the answer. I, I guess that's very true. Uh, so I I'm just going to go ahead and say that, you know, I'm, I'm proud that um, the number of small following I have is what I built myself, um, not something I bought or not something I just have. Let's connect and connect it. Uh, so so I, uh, at least I have something that I'm proud of. I'm accountable for it. I I probably added everyone personally, so uh, I, I, I guess I want to be uh, proud to be able to say that at the end of the day, no matter what number it is, how big or how small. And um, with that, I, I'm, I'm actually going to have to hop off. I'll join you guys on the next one, but please continue. i got to get into a call, which I'm late for already. So uh, it's been great chatting with you guys, and for all those uh, online, catch us again and the next week, same time. Uh, so you guys go ahead. I, I'm going to drop off now. Thanks. Thanks for all that sharing, guys. Thank you. Thanks, See you, next week, See you next week. So oh, I gotta adjust my cam. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so which one do you guys want to talk about the you know the whole let's connect post next? Yeah, any 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 other hot topics, Kevin? Yeah, so I think a topic I think we talk about, you know, can and then what about talking about uh, so What's the ROI of having a huge following? So I think a lot of people ask this question. I see this a lot, and I have clients that ask me as well. So um, let's go into that real quick. All right, Aldrich, do you want to start? Um, sure. Um, I'll just, I'll just, um, I probably have to answer it in in different sections. But the very first one, of course, every time when we produce a content or where we are embarking on a journey to grow followers, uh, it's intent. It's intent, right? So if, if we talk about marketing efforts, if we talk about personal branding, my direct answer to that question of return on investment is infinite. I repeat, the return on investment, if you are trying to do digital marketing and personal branding, the return is infinite. Why? 
from a financial standpoint, you do not put out any single dollar. You get connections, you get people who resonate with you. This is exposure. This is reach. 15 years ago, it's not possible. We are talking about advertising mediums that uh, you probably can think of uh, Google AdWords, right? Those are the days where one, uh, you can own a word for five cents or something like that. I can't remember. Like you can own a yep. word and someone click on it and it's five cents. And then it went from five to three to two to one and it went away, right? So uh, there were those days. And there were the, I remember those days, email, com, uh, email content, mailers, those are tough. Those are tough because if you don't, if you don't have people that you already know, how, how, how do you reach out to the rest of the other people, right? So for me, the, the first way of answering it is the intent is there. If you are talking about ROI, you, you would already have an intent. So let's face it, right? You're not there to spread a good message. You're not there to like uh, try to, let's say, add a value and get out. Okay, great. You have an intent. Then I will say that the ROI for marketing on social media space, on your content, on your posts, on your articles, infinite. It's just a time, right? So how much do you value the time that you commit to do the work? Then that's totally subjective is my first level of uh, understanding of what this ROI is. Second, uh, if you're doing your own things, if you're doing your own things, uh, you have to see beyond your friends and family as your connections. Because even in the real world, before you have clients, you need to have prospects. So prospects are the people that are not within your, your, your connections. You have to grow them. Back in those days, there's this thing called roller decks. You got to collect like, uh, let's see. <laughs> You're dating your like, like name cards, right? Like name <laughs> cards, you know. These days, you, you don't have to because every single connection is online. You, you can connect with them, right? I grew up with my parents telling me, you have to find the right connections. They will open the right doors for you. You don't have to find them now. I mean, like, you don't have to physically go out to find them now. They're there. Mm -hmm. Do it. I mean, like, um, I think there's no need to be too predicated on the way in which most people think about ROI, but use it as a principle, right? The principle is this. Zero dollar cost, you get your returns, the end result of that computation is infinite. Infinite. Mm -hmm. that's, that's my response. Yeah. So, you yeah. want me to go next, Kevin? Sure. All right. So that's just, I mean, that's just amazing perspective, Aldrich. And you always bring the good stuff, man. I love hearing. I love hearing what you have to say. I really do. Um, so when it comes to ROI, right, it really depends on, again, what the following is for, right? If you're trying to sell a product or service, this is, I mean, ROI is the best, again, if you build a real genuine following. So if you build your own real genuine following and people eventually see, okay, this is who Tim is, this is who he offers, this is what he offers, then, you know, it's the best ROI you can get because really, literally, LinkedIn costs us all nothing. So from an ROI perspective, I mean, this is a wonderful, wonderful platform to be on for organic reach, for obviously business people. We're all business people in some regard. So, you know, it's not like necessarily, let's call it Facebook, where your friend might be next to you who's unemployed and he's <laughs> posting content every five minutes. But 
it really has no bearing on anything. I mean, we're all business people on this platform. So, you know, the ROI being infinite is 100% accurate, but it's timing. You know, you have to commit the work to building a following. You have to build your own personal brand. You have to stay consistent with it. You have to do it all the time. And then you'll get your type of followers if you're doing that. So, you know, from an ROI perspective, again, it boils down to what are you, what are you trying to accomplish? Again, I mean, a lot of people who are doing Let's Connect, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. We have a wonderful following, but like they're, what they do as a business doesn't necessarily require them to have a following. So I, I don't know whether, I don't know why you need a following in that regard. You know what I mean? Now for entrepreneurs, yeah, it's helpful to have a following because the more we get our name out there, the more ROI potential there is. And it's just a matter of how much we put out there, how much content we put out there, how much people believe in us, how consistent we are. So, but again, the ROI is infinite is a great way to put it. You know, again, you can post and you can do as much or as little with this as you want. Really, the choice is yours. Yep. So I think this is a great topic, too, because um, when it comes to this is something I talk to my clients in digital marketing a lot. Right. And I 100 percent agree with Eldrick and Timothy. Um, the ROI is infinite. But at the same time, um, social media, period, is. Right. Even good content. Who am I to tell you what's good content? Right. It's the mm -hmm. same as saying I can say Lord of the Rings is the best movie ever based <laughs> on Kevin's opinion. Right. right? Uh, then Eldrick might think it's the worst movie ever, you know, uh, and same thing. Timothy might have a different opinion. You can't say I hate it when there's some guru out there that's telling people what's good content and what's not good content because content alone is a subjective topic. It, it really depends on culture, your upbringing, the way you, your perspective, uh, you know, and uh, yeah, something Eldrick says could really help transform someone. But at the same time, it could, someone else could hate it. You yeah. know, it really is subjective, right? And it really depends on, and I say this to my clients, it depends on uh, what are your KPIs, what are your key performance metrics, uh, indicators, right? If I don't know what you're trying to measure as success, then I'm just blindly as a marketer chasing things, and you're going to fire me because you're going to be unhappy with me six months from now. Mm -hmm. And I think when you we talk about ROI of social media, right, it's just saying, let me ask you, what's the ROI of your friendships? What's the ROI of your relationships? Mm -hmm. You know, I can have a best friend who's broke and have no money, but he'll take his shirt off his back and come help me out when I need him. Absolutely. To me, that's a yeah. return on investment. But mm -hmm. I can also know a millionaire, you know, and when I need someone to help me move, he's not going to be here for me. He <laughs> can care less about Kevin Kwok. And guess what? There's zero ROI for me. He's not paying my bills, <laughs> you Absolutely. know. And so your connections, you have to think the same way, right? Uh, who are you engaging with? Who's your audience? Are they going to be there for you? Uh, is ROI just money? Is it monetary? Or, or is it ROI is, hey, um, after this COVID-19 thing, let's say Kevin loses his business and I need a job. 
do I have the right connections? Are they going to help refer me to get in the door? Um, are they going to accept me and interview me? That's mm -hmm. an ROI right there. You know, it. it doesn't always mean business opportunities. And then what about referral opportunities? You know, mm -hmm. is this guy going to go, hey, Kevin's a great guy um, and he does, builds websites or does this and that, you know? So it's so hard to quantify what is a return on investment. And I think too many people look at the dollar figure instead of looking at the big picture of what these social platforms are for, right? Uh, relationships is your ROI, right? That's true. The, the guy that has the most relationships always wins. And no one in this world does it. He's alone and by himself. He, he's not winning anything, yeah. <laughs> you know, sure. and that, that's my opinion on um, ROI on, on on these platforms, you know. No, no listen, I, I think you're okay. Yeah, yeah no, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was, I, I'm just going to say quickly, I think you're a thousand percent right. Um, you know, at the end of the day, Everybody we connect with can serve a purpose and be helpful to us in some regard. So, you know, when you talk about ROI, it's really what you're doing with the connection, not so much yes. who the connection is. We all have, we're all important in some regard. You know what I mean? I mean, everybody's important in some regard, but what are we doing with those connections? Are you building the connections? And like, take this, like take this show, for example, right? I met the two of you. You guys put up the post and I was like, wow, you guys are amazing. I love this. And we just sparked a conversation. You guys are like, hey, you want to join? Sure. Right. I love I love what you guys are about. So, yeah, I'd love to be on. But that, you know, that was just a conversation that happened. And that's just an example of ROI. Right. It's just, hey, I think these guys bring a ton of value. Hey, do you want to join us? Yeah, I would love to. I think you guys bring value. I'd love the opportunity to bring value along with you. So that's ROI in and of itself. Yeah. I'll, I'll just add on to, um, I'll just add on to what we just spoken about ROI. I think um, that has been the terminology that is in everybody's mind. And uh, I'll, 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 I really just want to take a step back and lift ourselves up to a 10,000 feet high kind of perspective. And really look at what is ROI. Every single ROI is predicated on our success and competence. I repeat, every single ROI is predicated against our competence and our success. Meaning to say, if you are a Facebook guru and you are doing something on Facebook, your ROI is going to be very high today. Today, right? You can prospect and close. If you have an intent or you have a marketing intent, you're going to be very successful. But let's not just focus on today, right? Because if you you are if all of us are the kind of people who think for today and to think for the long term we have to experiment with many new things that's coming along the way if you take that roi mentality let's say your roi for facebook is 80 percent good for you today i'm very happy for you or instagram is 90 percent very happy for you today but if you want to try on tiktok tomorrow you take 70 percent roi into your experimental phase you're going to say after a few days, like, shit, that's not for me. Mm -hmm. Shit, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. You know, it's, 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 got, it's, ru it's ruining my metrics. I, I think that's not the point. So, so the thing is, um, I, 
most people with a sales mentality, they think about the competence. And today, I get that. But at the same time, sometimes we have to put on our marketing hat and start thinking long term and say, okay, maybe maybe I, I'm not going to look at this metrics. I'm going to try something new to see if I can understand those games. Because then you build your resilience from today to tomorrow. So that's how I think about ROI. Let's not be too fixated on it. Truth be told, if you buy any public equity today, probably your ROI is going to be very high. It's not because the companies are doing very well, but it's because the prices are depressed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fact. So yep. let's not just be too seduced into that ROI thing. I mean, have, have a perspective. At least that's mine. That's mine. Yeah, I think that's great. I think, I don't know how you guys feel. I think that's probably where we could end it. I think that's pretty good stuff. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day is consistency, putting yourself out there. Um, we talk about a lot of great points. Um, I think keeping it authentic. Um, nothing's felt overnight. Everything takes time to build anything successful, no matter if it's your personal brand, your following. Um, it's going to take time. It's, you can't just do it quick. Right. And you, if you focus so much on vanity metrics, it's going to be really hard to really get there. Right. But if you focus on bringing value to people, um, building relationships, engaging with others, um, that's your quickest way to build a following because those are people that are worthy of following. Right. So um, I think we all can agree with that. And, um, yeah, I agree, Tim. Um, I think we can end here. And, um, if you guys have more, um, comments you guys have questions um anything you guys want us to talk about right it, really when we started this bottoms up perspective the whole idea is to engage with others and hear their opinions if you want to hop on the show um comment you right. know just say hey i would like to join you guys on the next topic um i don't agree with you that's fine too you know yeah. um we want to, you guys to feel like this is your show that you guys can come on, um, comment, um, ask questions, and um, we love that. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's, All right. It's great spending this time with you guys. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank Stay you. Here. Have All a right. good one. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Have a good morning. Bye. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> yeah. Bye.